Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. The Rays, the Astros, the Pirates are your dominant teams. Who's carrying the Dodgers? Let's talk some baseball. Monday F. We're hurting. Warehouse. I'm bunting all episode. All episode, just bunts. I'm literally falling apart at the seams. I'm a baseball that ran into Max Muncie. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Make sure you use code TALK and save yourself 20 bucks your first time using SeatGeek. Trev, uh, how are you, Poppy? I, uh, I saw you this weekend. We got messy, messy. Uh, went to see your Yanks play the Jays. Uh, they lost. Um, we did a big ball and play tournament. You can hear some warehouse in my voice. Lost voice crew, I told you I'd be out for a week. I do have hope. Uh, there's a chance I might at some point fully get my voice back. For now, we're here. It's kind of dark and sultry, just like me. Trev, how are you doing? Like a jazz radio station, yeah. nice and sultry. You can hear it in my voice, too. I mean, the warehouse <laughs> yeah. takes it out of you. It really like, we should probably get that checked out or something. I don't know. Yeah. Before the show, I was saying we went warehouse. New York City subways, Billy's bathrooms. Yeah. Like somewhere along the way, I got some sort of yeah. bacteria in my body. It doesn't feel great. But look, dude, we're gamers. We're showing up. Yeah. I know your Yankees lost this series. Not a big deal. Vladdy will never play for you guys. Never. <laughs> Not a big deal. You know who will play? Me and you. Every day. We don't care what team, bro. Yeah. But we like talking baseball. You know what? Uh, Vladdy might never play for the Yankees unless when he hits free agency, they offered him the most money because that's kind of... It might happen, yeah. That's kind of how that works. Can you imagine Can you imagine if there was like a substantial difference in money? <laughs> and he's like, fuck. Yeah, people JK, change. JK, guys. People change. Uh, and teams change, Trev, because some of the teams we're going to be talking about, again, the Pittsburgh Pirates have deserved to be spoken about. The Texas Rangers... Deserve to be talked about this episode. Um, and man, look who reared their heads. The, the Houston Astros over a, uh, over a Braves team that we casually, we've been mad at ourselves. We've been like, oh, the Braves are the Braves. They're winning a ton of games. Here they go. And Houston, uh, did they press the go button? And, and now mm. that, uh, that Billy Madison, when he's holding the dodgeball, you're all going to die. Um, oh, heavy, dark episode uh anything else before we uh we get into it trev Treviello. yeah i'd like to ask the audience for a little good juju sent my way <laughs> my youth team the yeah. diamondbacks trev snakes not doing so hot i think we're one seven and one on the year close games right close games maybe been blown out one time but we need some we need some good juju like please send it our way because kids are getting a little frustrated coach trev's getting a little frustrated we got a yeah. game tomorrow so I'd appreciate everyone's well wishes because it's not fun being in the cellar. I did that a lot yeah. as a player. I don't want to do it as a coach. Yeah, Trev, I'd appreciate it. You guys lose another tough one. You might have to uh, change from the Diamondbacks to the White Sox or something like that. Um, That's what I keep saying. The snakes, big league snakes are doing just great. Yeah, we, uh, we have a plan. It's working. I think uh, yeah. it's starting to get to... Uh, you know, you can't actually use these yet, but uh, fan graphs, the, the playoff percentages, 
Um, Diamondbacks, 20%. Just saying. Just saying. Early. Heaven Longoria on that team. Did you say Heaven Longoria? Because that Might as well too. be. Might as yeah. well be when he's swinging it right. That's a good t-shirt for us. A little halo over his head. <laughs> kind of feels like he's dead. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he'd love that. Um, and speaking of new teams, we have a new member of our team. It's Caldera Lab, Trev. Men's skincare. You're talking to two fellas, three fellas, with some of the best skincare in the game. And Caldera Lab has the tools for you to unlock what you need for healthier and visibly improved skin. And man, that's going to lead to better first impressions. More confidence. And Trev, mm. you had a good point. You know, you turn into an old man, Chris Rose, and it could be too late. If you're a young man and you see those crow's feet kicking in and things like yeah. that, you need to take care of it. My mother has been screaming at me for years because of my crow's feet. I'm like, sorry, it's from the smiling mom. Uh, but with Caldera Lab, they've got their clean slate, base layer, the good, as they call it. Their nighttime, before bed, clinically proven, multifunctional serum, you know, Ben Zobrist of serums. And with code baseball at calderalab.com. Ben Zobrist serum? It's the Ben Zobrist of facial serums. Okay. Get okay. 20% off, code baseball, calderalab.com. 20% off, Caldera Lab. There's a link in the description. Take care of it, fellas. Trev, you have your hand raised. I want to speak to the young fellas here, okay? Because this is what I know specifically. Ladies, do your thing. Mm. I think you guys got it. Like the ladies that I know, they take care of their skin. Fellas, though, in college, young dudes, it is time to start. You start now taking care of your skin, you're not going to have to worry about it. Me and Jake, we're terrified of it because we didn't start early enough. We're trying to get back. Caldera is helping us get back. Uh, but if you start early, you're going to be golden. You're ahead of the curve, and that's what we're trying to get on this show with the information that we give. When you're young, that's my pitch. Getting it done early, that's actually going to be a topic on today's episode. Um, it, it's a that's an award. That's an award teaser. Um, babes, hit the music. Let's talk some American Let's League go. baseball. Oh my god. Darn tootin. Darn tootin Rasputin. How about your Tampa Bay Rays? I already took a jab at White Sox earlier in this episode, and I'm sorry, but you might want it at this point because you got swept. You got double walked off by the Rays. Brandon Lau, he hits the walk-off homer. Rays fans, super mad he wasn't on my top 10 second baseman left. Christian Betancourt. I'm still mad. When do they, where do they find some of these cats? It doesn't matter. Randy walk off cross them arms McClanahan does it Yanni Chirinos is back for them uh Pete Fairbanks a genuine friend of mine on social media 29 scoreless innings a Tampa Bay record uh I don't know man I don't know they are these Rays don't normally homer like they have been homering they are a problem speaking of a sneaky problem your second place in the AL East, Baltimore Orioles, they sweep the Tigers. Um, you know, a little bit of sadness here, but also a double walk-off. Uh, we're trailing in the ninth. 
Javi Baez tied it off of King Felix. Felix Bautista. I guess King Felix is taken. I can't use that. Adam <laughs> Frazier walk-off, though. A talking baseball legend in his own way. And then a 29 and two-thirds scoreless innings from Orioles starters. Like, what's happening in Baltimore? <laughs> Something kind of special as they sweep the Tigres. You mentioned my Yanks, Trev. We were there. We were there for a loss, game one. Kikuchi locks down the Yanks and Vladdy. And Brandon Belt shows up kind of for the first time this season. As he Why has is Kikuchi throwing so hard? So hard. It's a Why? velo league. The Yankees, is it a walk-off ep? They walk off game two. Cole Manoa. Ah, oh, the cheater versus the eater. And DJ walks it oh, off. Yeah. It's a joke. I like both of those pitchers. Kevin Gossman shuts down the Yankees in the final game. (laughs) Vladdy with another homer because that's just what he does against the Yanks. The Oakland Athletics are dead and they're moving their franchise. The Rangers only take two out of three. They only score 18 runs in the second game. Good on you, Athletics, for winning the first game. But they lose the next two. And DeGrom's back and he looked good after that kind of wrist injury that went down Adelise Garcia. You might hear about him this episode. Boogity boogity. You might hear about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim who, hey, they win game one. It's Otani day, so he's seven shut, and that's obvious. The Royals club him to death. 11 runs and a win in game two. They've got the lead. Oh, no. Ward, Otani, Trout, back to back to back on you. To get the win. Powerful powerful stuff from the Halos. And that's what happened in the American League, Trevor. Um, your standings. I mentioned them as we went a little bit. The Rays are 19-3. and three. That's gross. The Baltimore Orioles casually 14-7 and seven in second place. The Blue Jays and Yankees 13-9 and nine apiece. While the Red Sox are 12-11. and 11. You might hear about Yoshi later. Everyone's above five hunch. The Twins, 12 and 10, commanding the AL Central as the guard mm. dogs are 11 and 11. Tigers are 7 and 13. Third place, Tigers. Let's go. White Sox are 7 and 15. The Royals are 5 and 17. Texas Rangers, 14 and 7. Astros, huge series this weekend, 12 and 10. You'll hear about that in the aisle. Halos are 500. Mariners, 10 and 12. The Athletics, Trev. Mm, tell me about them. They're four and eighteen. Historically they're moving, bad. They're moving. The runs differential, yes, is historic. Um, Trev, uh, we've got some good topics in the AL. We've got teams that need to be spoken about. I, I guess let's check our box with the Rays because I, I saw they. They teed up Eduardo Perez with it after uh, the ESPN game, Sunday Night Baseball last night, and they said, hey, Eduardo, another week, another thing we need to talk about the Rays. What's different? Um, And basically he said the homers, but, I mean, it's it's starting to be like special, special, Trev. Did you come up with the cheater and the eater on the fly, or did you have that in the chamber? I used it in a burn. Um I used it in the Yankees-Jays burn last night, and I believe I Manoa was calling him a cheater, and I think Yankee fans 
We're calling him an eater. Or he did Serge Ibaka's cooking show last off season where he's eating. Um, and so, yeah, uh, you know, I say that because I know both of them can take it and both of them can take me. So it just was funny. That's all I'm saying. Thank like, you. I think it was a joke. They know that. Too. Let me to- clear my throat off camera because I sound like just. <laughs> you know I'm here to entertain Trev. Oh my goodness, New York City, what is going on? We didn't even get any heaters, did we? Or did I forget about no. that? No, we didn't. Yeah, it was too much. Too much too often uh, there in New York. The Rays. The Rays. They're doing everything right. Like, yeah, I understand what Eduardo Perez is saying. What's different? It's, you know, the homers, the slug. I, every time I look at our social media pages, oh, the Rays have extended their homer streak to start the year. They've hit a home run in every single game. They got Luke Rayleigh hitting absolute fucking bombs every game. They have two guys with the same last name that are pronounced differently hitting homers every freaking game. You got Yandy, you got Manny, you got Rosarena who's taking over baseball. I mean, this team, offensively, we're wondering, can they get it done? And they have just shut everybody up. We know they can pitch. Pete Fairbanks throwing 28 scoreless innings to start the year. If you would have told me that before the, the season started, I'd be like, yeah, probably. Right. Or if you would have said, hey, their pitching staff's going to be really good and they're going to limit teams uh, defensively and pitch. I'd be like, yeah, probably. But what they're doing offensively is, is, is just different. And then to be able to do it like this, come back, hit the walk-offs. I mean, these are the games that like you start winning those games and that's how you get this record. And they're getting out to an almost like a like they're going to be in the playoffs because of yeah april because of one month they tread water the rest of the way like there there there's there's a we could be looking back in september at this april that they're putting up and we could say wow they fucking won the al east in april like that's that's the kind of month they're having teams don't have months like this right now trev they just don't with who they are and with the new playoff format you're right they are like a playoff lock. Like cash cash the tickets. Um do we have a Fangraphs playoff percentage? Uh, 95 go check that out. 95%. 57.3% to win the division. It's wild, man. And and you know what's funny is uh, even after all that, and we're going to get into I want to continue to talk about the Rays, but I'm, I just clicked on baseball reference uh homepage. Baltimore's only four and a half back. I mean, they've kept pace essentially. Like th- this should be this should be a much larger lead in the division, but the AL East is so good that they're you know four and a half is you know one week of games. So I don't know, man. The Rays uh, they have the twenty eighth highest payroll in the league. That means they have the third lowest if you do the math. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Baltimore and Oakland behind them. So I mean. I don't know if you want to like pat him on the back because I feel like a lot of people do like, oh, Baltimore and Rays, they're about paying anyone and they're winning. I don't necessarily see it that way, um, but it's pretty impressive. Like I kind of have to tip my cap to that. Like if you can do that and it's sustainable, holy shit. Trev, I, it's, you know, I guess it's not like a, a topic really, but um, Houston uh, is going into Tampa. Tampa's undefeated at home. Tampa just swept the Braves. Um, no McClanahan uh, pitching in the Houston series. That is for a regular season midweek series of two non-division teams. Uh, fire me up for some Astros <laughs> and Rays baseball. 
Um, hey. Yeah. Wander Franco. Yeah. 908 OPS. Fucking elite, right? We talked about that crossover in the nines. You're elite. Trev- it's the eighth best. It's the eighth best OPS on the team. The eighth best OPS on the team. I'm I'm gonna name a couple baseball set rapid fire batting average on base uh, OPS runs homers ERA WHIP K per nine <laughs> hit per nine home run per nine uh, and hit per nine again. Those all those stats I just listed. The Rays are currently the best team in baseball at them, whether hitting, starting pitching, or relief pitching. So that's. There's your That's formula. You 19 and three. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Hey, just do that. Hey, uh, I'm applying for the Rockies analytics position right now. Let's be the <laughs> first in all of those. Um, all right. Well, let me let me look. We just we just showered them with praise. Yeah. Put your hand up like that. I don't know why I did that. I feel like this is a Mad Dog Russo. <laughs> um, when are the dark days coming? They're coming. Like 19 and three. Not going to happen every single month. Right. Like, what's going to change? Is it just like pitchers figuring some stuff out with a few of the hitters? Because we got, like I just said, Wander Franco's 902 OPS is eighth in the lineup. So it's not like you have one or two guys killing you. You got to figure them out or pitch around them. You have you have nine guys there that you need to make adjustments on. I'm wondering when the dark days are coming. I just... I know they are, but I don't know how they're going to get there. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I don't want to say injuries because that's, I don't talk about that, but what's going to make this team not win at the pace they're winning? Hey, man, you can already point to some injuries. I mean, Springs, we were talking about him every up. He, he's out now. Uh, Glasnow Springs is- to, yeah, but Springs to Bradley, like they've been able to do that. Glasnow yet to pitch. Um, I'm, I'm sure there will, every team will have injuries. So there'll be a effect there. Hey, man, this three first Houston, I'm really interested to see. Um, they go to the White Sox, Pittsburgh, who we're going to talk about later. Yankees, Orioles, Yankees, Mets, Brewers, Toronto, Dodgers. So this, those are all their next series? So after, after I, yeah, I listed them in order. So I, I think we've got, you know, Houston, White Sox, Pittsburgh. Let's feel all that out. Yankees, Baltimore, Yankees, Mets, Brewers, Toronto, Dodgers, in, even the Cubs after that. So like. So maybe just the answer to that is May. Let's see about a month from now. About a month from now. Because you're not going to play at a 19-3 rate because no team ever keeps that up. You're going to play tougher teams. And Trev, like you mentioned, and I think it segues us into the next series, which I I don't think we deep dive on, but like you said, the Orioles, they swept the Tigers. Like, they they kept pace over the weekend. And, uh, yeah, I know standings and games back sometimes in April feels very funny, but when a team's off to a historic start like the Rays are, um, you know, it, if the second best team in the division right now, like in a couple of these divisions was 500, you know, you, you have a nine-game division lead. You already, you start leaning on that a little bit. Um, this AL East is really good. Um, you know, the the Red Sox, and you know, they had their IL. They're, they're 12 and 11, and they are in last place right now. Um, the Yankees just lost their first series of the year. The Blue Jays are so talented. The Orioles are so talented and relentless, and they just swept the Tigers that um, 
I think I think what you're saying, I don't think the Rays are going to have a sky is falling moment. I think it's just going to be like we played 500 for a few weeks and now we have a two-game lead in the division because that's going to happen. It, it, it could do that, especially if we get another stretch of pitching like the Orioles had. When I saw this on the sheet. What the hell, man? I really couldn't believe it. 34 innings score the streak by the – was it the pitching staff or the starters? I believe it's the starters. The starters. 29 and two-thirds by Orioles starters. Okay. Which is supposed to be their weakness, by the way. So, okay, and, and so the staff can, and, and completely uh, relievers and starters had a 34-inning score the streak. This is not the strength of this team. It's the weakness. Especially, it's supposed to be. Yes, it's supposed to be the weakness. We go into the season. We talked about it. Um, you know, for them to go on stretches like that, like if you do that a few more times, not saying twenty nine score this. Like if you just pitch well, you know, a few more times, you know, throughout the season, like that's how you get. That's how you win divisions, dude. Like we talk about so much preseason and early on in the season about the stars and. These guys got to show up. They got to do their thing. When in reality, if you look around the league, the teams that have great records at the end of the year, the teams that win divisions, they have guys step up that like not many people talk about or like necessarily weren't supposed to step up and lead teams. Like that's just how things go. The Rays are a prime example of that right now, obviously. Like Harold Ramirez, absolutely crushing the ball. Like no one talks about him. There's other guys on that team you talk about. For the Orioles, we're talking about Adley. We're talking about that defense. You know, we're talking about a few other guys in the lineup. We're definitely not talking about the starting rotation. You know, maybe Grayson Rodriguez. You know, he comes up and he's sure. he's he's doing all right. You talk about him. But the unsung heroes, the guys that come and have career years or put together a really nice stretch of ball that helps teams win games. I mean, that's that's what we're seeing from the Orioles right here. Hitting with runners in scoring position, winning these close games, uh, putting these streaks together, being able to keep pace with the Rays at this time. It's just been really impressive and super fun to watch. Uh, we sent them some of those the Homer Hose shirts, and Gibby said uh, the boys are very appreciative. Maybe we'll see them uh, rocking them pregame or something like that. Gibby just dragging it all over the field, you know. Gibby I'm... is like he's like he's like the general out there, dude. He is. I don't even. He's so nice, but I think he's getting a little bit of like in him in that young guy like high T rolling through yeah, Gibby. Him and Adley running through Baltimore together, and that does not happen. It doesn't happen, people. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, man, another, hey, you can say what you want about April baseball and all that. The Red Sox and Orioles are about to tee it up to, for three, and tell me that series doesn't matter. If you're the Red Sox looking at this division right now, if you're the Orioles, who, by the way, after the Sox, a little Detroit and Kansas City road trip, like, we might be talking about them sneaking up on Tampa sooner than later, so, um... Uh, locked in on that, uh, Tigers. Why? Uh, Stop. This is what I love. Like you know, games like I know I, I know that you know the Tigers are not you know performing well right now. But you win a game to sweep, uh, game three of the series, and you don't even have a freaking base runner into the until the bottom of the seventh. Think about that, dude. And you want to win that game? They had three hits the entire game. They had a single in the seventh by Mount Castle, uh, a Jorge Mateo single, and then and Santander came with the R-bag double in the bottom of the eighth. Just like that. Boom. Pitching staff, picking the offense up. The, like 
those games like that, they add up, man. Uh, who was the team that had all the one-run games last year? Was it the Orioles? Uh, no, Seattle. It was Seattle. Seattle. Those things add up, man. And those are confidence builders. If you go and win two out of three, but you lose the last game, you go into the next series, you're like, okay. You sweep a series. You know what happens when you get on the plane? Mm. The, the, the flight attendants will hang brooms and, you know, the captain will come on and talk about a sweep. Like things just, it just right. stokes confidence. We just swept them. We should have swept them. We did it. We did our job. And you bring that into the next series, man. I'm so happy for the Orioles. I really am. And Brandon Hyde, who had to put up with a bunch of yeah. crap from us, from us. I'm happy that he's, you know, getting to lead a team now. Uh, that's winning games like that because that was not the case just two years ago. I think some some of those years, Brandon Hyde had a roster that he had to look at the Yanks and the Jays, the Sox and the Rays, and they didn't really have a chance. Now they've got more than that. Um, Trav, you mentioned the Rays have you know 17 hitters with 800 plus OPS. Uh, the Tigers have three hitters over seven. Uh, so it's uh, bad. Hey, nice starts from Erod and Lorenzen. Go uh, get traded. Um, Trev, my Yankees, the last team to lose a series. They do it to the Blue Jays. Who gave the Rays their first loss and their first series loss? Um, Yankees lineup feels a little thin right now. They're missing Stanton. Uh, Bader starting a rehab. Uh, Donaldson's been out. They're playing a lot of kids. Um, and I don't know, they're, they're in the last game. Uh, it's a tie game. Clark Schmidt actually has his, his best start of the season. He stays out a little bit of a, um, controversial decision, especially in hindsight, but at the time as well. Um, Volpe goes from basically game winning Homer one day to error the next day, followed by two ding dongs. Uh, There's no worse feeling on a baseball field, dude. Famously, I started the thumbs down guy after an error and Todd Frazier went deep. Right. When you make an error and it extends the inning and you see fucking Vladdy step up to the plate, you're like, dude, just pop one up, pop it up, just miss it, just miss it. Get your pitch, <laughs> but just miss it. And he doesn't. Yeah. And then you get another one afterwards. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you, I mean, especially in the Bronx, mm. you wish you had a shovel. You wish you had a shovel so you could dig a hole and crawl in it and cover yourself up. It's bad. But you know what was cool, though? It was cool. And I'm not talking baseball right now. Okay. Uh, later that night? Or was that the night before? When did they go to the the Rangers game? The hockey game? Uh, the Saturday night? Saturday, or was it last after night? they won. Okay. I was going to say, like, that would have been cool if it was after Sunday's game. But I know Judge has been really, like, taking Volpe under his wing. Yeah. I'm sure he did the same thing on Sunday. Like, hey, man. It's one game. Right. Don't let that snowball into the next game. You have to be able to stop that, cut it off. It feels really bad right now, um, and I'm sure he did that. I, I love Judge, and seeing him do that to a young player makes me feel good. Um, Manoa has his first good start of the year. Hopefully that gets him on track. Uh, Kevin Gossman, uh, filthy. Uh, the splitter was unhittable, um, and he's been doing that. He's been doing that for a couple years now, people. Um, Blue Jays, man. Hey, uh, I know we just did some ALE stuff, but, like, I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, you don't know what? This team is good. They're all good, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think if the Red Sox were in the Central, we'd be talking about if they could win the division. Now we're, we're talking about them. I'm talking about them having, like, an April fight for their season series against the Orioles. <laughs> this division's messed up, man. It is. I mean, going to that game, seeing seeing those two teams, you know, match up in person. It was Kikuchi versus Herman, right? The first game. Yes. You know that that top of the Blue Jays lineup is kind of relentless, uh, and they can and they can they can fill it out down the, the down the bottom of the order. But getting through those guys at the top is very tough. Um, I like the defense that they play. Um, I know some people have problems with a few of them. Mm. But uh, I think overall, like adding Kiermaier to that outfield mix is is really nice for them. And then the Yankees, what I'll say about the Yankees is they're kind of all over the place. Like yeah. guys, like you don't expect to be playing certain positions or playing certain positions. I know we talked about that preseason, but to see it in person and 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 it almost doesn't seem like a typical Yankees roster. But still getting the job done. I don't know. I, those are some observations I had. Just looking down, I'm like, okay, we got uh, Oswaldo Cabrera in left field. And he's kind of been doing it, but he doesn't look like a left fielder to me at all. It's probably it's probably his sixth best position, but he's yeah. all right at it. And then like Peraza was at second base, I believe, when we watched the game, and Volpe was at short. I almost feel like those two guys should be switched. Do people say that in New York? Because that was my observation. There's been discussions. Interesting. One one could be the Italian superstar. So, um, okay. I think Peraza did all three of these games at third, but points still yeah, he was stands. at third as well. Who was at second then? The game we were at. Oh, it's Torres. Glab- Glibber. Glaber was back. Okay. Yeah, the Yankees are a little funky right now, man. Right now, Fangraphs has Willie Calhoun and Franchi Cordero in their starting lineup. Um I think Yankee fans prefer when they have three kids in their lineup, which three kids come with stuff that happens to kids, whether it's booting a ball or, or, or you know, having a tough day at the office because kids can do that, as can adults. So, I don't know. A sky's obviously not falling in Yankee land. Um, they lost a series. They go on a little road trip, Minnesota and Texas. That'll be a nice little tester. Two up-and-coming teams, which probably leads us into the Rangers. Yeah. We wanted to talk about them. The Rangers. I mean, uh, they beat the A's. Trev, you know I'm I'm talking about one of these guys uh, in a little bit on Texas. I get DeGrom being back is very important. Uh, 23 swings and misses. Because uh, you hear DeGrom leaves a game with an injury, and you almost say, like, there's a month. No, he was back on the bump. Had a really good start. Leads all of MLB with strikeouts. What was he doing to make that wrist real tight? What do you get a tight wrist from? I want to know. Beavers, do you know? Anyways, they're uh, they're leading the AO West. They're seven and three in their last ten. They have a plus sixty run differential, which is only behind the Rays because the Rays are just stupid right now. They have plus eighty eight. Um, the next highest run differential in all of baseball. So we just talked about a plus eighty eight for the Rays, a plus sixty for the Rangers. The next highest is plus thirty nine. This team is banging, dude. This team is absolutely banging, and they're getting really good starts, and their bullpen has been kind of lights out. Trev, that's kind of the, uh, you know, when you click around fan graphs, it gives these their team rankings, the, where I gave you the Rays were the best at everything. Man, they've got a top five awesome offense right now. Uh, their rotation looks about top 10-ish. 
their bullpen is about top two, which that was supposed to be this team's Achilles heel. So we, um, it's still early in the season. And if, you know, bullpen can probably fluctuate like anything, but right now, um, they are getting performances out of there. Um, Will Smith is having a nice year. Hernandez, Burke, um, that, yeah, they, uh, I don't know. We we kind of gave them a we need to see it to believe it treatment, and there's you're starting to see it. You're starting to see it. Um, they also played Oakland this series, so yeah. But they they've been they've been doing it all season long, and I think the the take that I had preseason was it's a lot of parts, new parts. Like how is it going to gel? Um, is it going to work? You know, some of the starters I'm still not sold on, but they're doing enough. Uh, and the offense, I think, was another one. It's like, okay, well, it could happen. Like right. This looks like a team that could hit, but are they going to? A lot of these guys in this lineup have had really good years in the big leagues. They've also had bad years in the big right. leagues. So it's like, what, who's going to show up? Uh, but right now, it looks like they're gelling, and it looks like they're confident, and it looks like they're you know vibing off of each other. Corey Seager on the 10-day IL right now. Jonah Heim. Yeah, I mean, last year, how many times were people like talk about fucking Jonah Heim? We're like, okay, like we'll talk about Jonah Heim a little bit. He's almost one dotting right now. I want, I even, I kind of want to give him the one dot. Point nine nine. Tall, handsome. Tall, handsome. He's hidden bombs. Uh, even guys like you know Jankowski, who's just like yeah, one of those guys. Hey, he steps up. He wins you a few ball games. That's Fighting. huge for your season. Uh, you're going to be talking about Adelise Garcia in a little bit. Uh... I mean, it's it's a um, it's a fun squad to watch. And I, I did, I want to go, I want to talk real quick on okay. these city connect uniforms. Cause I, I kind of bashed him. I, I read, I read a little background on him, and it was talking about how, look, Texas Rangers, we're going to be talking about like an area here and not specifically Dallas Fort Worth or, or Arlington. I guess that's kind of why they didn't take a particular city because I just, I don't even know what they claim. Right. They don't claim Arlington. No. Dallas Fort Worth. I don't even know what that means. Baby. Like you know more about yeah. that than I do. Well, I once you... claimed residency. Don't tell the IRS. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it's over. Statue of limitations. You guys lose. Um, but when I saw them on the field, these unis, they looked nice, man. Okay. The black pants, the white tops, the red accent. Mm. It looked kind of like any given Sunday-ish uniforms, okay, but in the best way possible. Does that make sense? Yeah. And they came out and banged in them. So that that helps. If you come out in your city, right. connect uniforms, and you suck, it's like, well. And they stink. They stink. Yes. But it's like those yellow ones for Boston. Uh, Boston people close your earmuffs. Mm. I don't like them at all. But they like they crush in them. So they work. Yeah, I kind of like him. I mean, it doesn't like work. I don't know. For it's me. a very unpopular opinion. It doesn't work for me with like Boston unis, just to like hot route to yellow and blue. I do like the unis, and when they bang, it's gotta, them, that sweet. means something. That means yeah. something. I don't know what it means, but it means something. It's some, something with the marathon in the city. I forget. Boston, sound off in the comments. Um, Tony Kemp with a really good catch and a really good Instagram. Just a reminder. Um, go check. Oh, that out. for the A's. Yeah, we'll be talking about the A's in a little bit. Trev, final AL series before we go NL. Um, Angels, Royals. Uh, our Royals are off to a really tough start. Um, you get a Shohei day in here. Yep, 
Um, we finally get the image of Renfro and Trout's faces connected, and it's eerily, <laughs> it's weird. Who's better looking? It's same, dude. I was wondering, like, you know, I'm Trev. You know, I'm kind of creepy, but like their wives, like, gotta be like what? Like they look so similar. That's a little creepy. They look so similar. If I had to pick one, and I didn't know about bank accounts, I'd status. go Renfro. I think I'd go Renfro too. What's the style like? I gotta do some deep diving on Instagram. What What's your vibe, man? Mike Trout's vibe is I just crush baseballs. I wake up, I crush baseballs. I'm very fast and I'm huge. Otani lowered his ERA to zero point six four. Um, opponents are hitting zero nine two. Um. Can I ask you a question? So C. Rosie sends me questions for baseball today, which I'll do following this show. Is Shohei a better pitcher or a better hitter? That's one of the questions I have to think about. What do you think? Just give me a quick answer. Right now, I would say better pitcher. Um, I, I think his power is insane. I think sometimes... I think he can be beat at the plate, and that's kind of un, unfair to say because literally every hitter can be beat at the plate. But, yeah, I mean, when he's pitching right, he's, he's unhittable. Kind of my take. I don't want to give it all away. Right. Um, Go check out I think it's like today. just kind of easier to dominate as a pitcher, right? Yeah. If you have the stuff that he has. Right. And you can locate the way he can locate. I know he gets, he gets a little erratic sometimes, but – if you have that stuff, I mean, and you're on, like you're gonna dominate. I guess like, that's what hitters say all the time. Like, hey, you got his stuff. I guess for me, I think he very mu- he has like an argument for best AL pitcher. I think for hitter, you know, you just start bringing in Trouts and Vlads and Judges and like I, I, I think on that scale, I think that's that's where it lands for me. Um, the, the Angels, I'm happy for them. Um, they had some bad news. Logan O'Hoppy, he's going to yeah. miss four to six months. Basically, he's going to be out the season. I hope, hopefully, he can come back and and they're in it in September and he can play a part of that because he was having a really good start to the year. Yeah. Uh, four bombs, 886 OPS. Renfro's 911 right now doing yeah. that thing. Uh, rest of the offense kind of needs to step it up for the Angels. Let's go Rendon. Let's go Geo. Let's go do your thing. Taylor Ward with the homer, but he's got to get going again too. I want the Angels to be competitive, and so far they have been. I mean, 11 and 11. There are five. Hey, stay alive. Keep Shohei on the Angels. Um, yeah, and I, I texted Vinny P. Pasquantino a little this weekend. He was, he was in high spirits. It was, if, if they won that final game, they would have been above 500 on the road this year. Kansas City searching. Okay. Um, and hey, if you're a Halos fan, I mean, doesn't get much better than Ward, Otani, Trout, back to back to back to win the game, literally. Love that. Angels bullpen's been good too. Trev, let's do some National League. Yeah. National League is brought to you by Lightbox. I got this light box where my heart used to be. Get your mom a real gift this Mother's Day. Mm, when is Mother's Day? Stop with the flowers. Stop with the massage coupons. I'll take a massage coupon. 
Send those to Trev. Um, and maybe cash them in at the All-Star Game. From sparkly studs to brilliant necklaces, these gems, uncut gems, will make her jaw drop. Whether it's your mom or your spouse, stunning stones from light box lab-grown diamonds is the way to go. And with promo code TALKINBASEBALL10, 10% off your purchase. TALKINBASEBALL10, 10% off your purchase. Shop light box lab-grown diamonds. Use code TALKINBASEBALL10, 10% off. You purchase. May 14th. Maybe. Sunday, May 14th, Mother's Day. Yeah, like 20 days don't or something. Get her, get don't going. get her the normal stuff. Your mom's special. I've seen her. National League. Be careful talking about my mama, but don't. Be careful talking about those Los Angeles Dodgers, Trev. Your Dodgers, they take three of four from the Cubs. Remember, they played... Last time there was it's some like Cubs pumping. every series. That's over now. Um, the Cubs won game two. Drew's just being smiley. Uh, might hear about him. 13 0 Cubs. Otherwise, it's Dodger season. My goodness, Max Muncy got his hands inside, Trev. Mm. Um, he is your major league leader in home runs. Mookie Betts is popping out kids and playing shortstop. Why not? <laughs> Why not, buddy? Um, and James Outman, uh, these Dodgers, you wonder why they didn't make the big moves this offseason. Is it for Otani next, or is it because James Outman has been one of the best players in the sport so far? Dodgers, three out of four from the Cubbies. Your Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place after sweeping the Cincinnati Reds. We're winning close games. Um, two two-run games, two one-run games. We're getting starting pitching in Pittsburgh. Roansi, yes. Keller, Dick Mountain, and your boy Vince Velasquez. Man, coaches is, have always liked him. Is the light bulb gone off? Uh, Brian Reynolds hits, and then I think he actually leaves the team a little bereavement list. The boys are bopping. Drew Maggie. Is getting the call. Um, the Pirates are just full-on bopping, Trev. Um, second best record in baseball to your Tampa Bay Rays. Unreal. Our guy Bay, although we think we hate him. Phillies take three of four from the Rockies. Uh, good for the Phillies. They, they kind of hit the point of the season. You got to start winning games, especially when you're at home. Versus the Rocks, even though they dropped the first one. Uh, Ryan Feltner have a day at the office. CJ Crone, that's he's a lot of their formula when it's right. Uh, that Schwarber guy, Zach Wheeler, Castellanos. How about Pache putting together a day? He just made. I'm starting to think it might not be the Rockies' year. <laughs> I'm not going to stamp that. Um, but hey, Rocky fans might want you to. Worked for Seattle last year. Phillies handle their bees nass. Stay the uh 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 my bees nass. Padres take three of four from my snakes. What? Mm. In the desert? That doesn't seem what? right. Uh, Dimebacks took that second game because Zach Gallen uh, did not allow them to score, and they put up a nine spot, especially late in the game. Otherwise, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis hits his first homer of the year. 
And then how are your lefties? Matt Carpenter in the crone zone. Uh, Matt Carpenter's big day at the office, basically one of those early seasons you're having a tough season to you're having a nice season um, after what he did on Sunday. The New York Mets and the San Francisco Giants, you might have saw on Sunday Night Baseball, they end up splitting. Mets, Mets, Giants, Giants. Uh, how how do you like that? Uh, Logan Webb enjoying his new extension. He has a really nice outing. Sanga, eh, not great, but the Mets still win on Sanga Gay. I, I mean, it's kind of the guys you'd expect. McNeil Alonzo, when the Mets win. Uh, for the Giants, I guess you never know, but Crawford, Estrada, and Yastrzemski on Sunday night baseball. And that's what's happened in the National League, Trev. Your standings as they lie. Braves are 14-8. and eight. Mets are 14-9. and nine. The Fish with arms are 12-10. and 10. Phillies, 11-12. and 12. Natitude, not so much. The Pittsburgh Pirates are 16-7. and seven. Half game up on... The Brewers, who we've been talking about a lot. The Cubs are 12 and 9. Cardinals are 9 and 13. Fellas. April's winding down. The Reds are 7 and 15. D backs and Dodgers on top of the NL West, like we all expected at 12 and 11. Fathers a half game back. Giants are 8 and 13. Giants fans are really down on that team after reading our last talking baseball comments. Um, and Wake and Jake too. Rockies are six and seventeen. I, uh, you could be right, Trev. It may not be their season. Um, Trev, we got some interleague series we got to talk about. I, I guess in the NL, um, do we start Let's the Pirates? We start. We start, we start Pirates. We're here. We do. we do. We have to start with the Pirates. What? is going on how happy are you that this is happening is it all andrew mccutcheon no but part of it maybe uh it's it's incredible dude first uh i want to start with Derek shelton get any extension snaps for him yeah we like that just like brandon hyde i mean you go and you you take a gig deal. that you know might fail and, and look a lot of times that's the only option. So it's not like, you it's know, true. we can't just be like, hey, it's true. I'm going to take this bad roster. I could have yeah. taken a great one. It's like, no, this is the roster that you, you know, you were applying for the job yeah. and you got it. And like, it's just is what it is. But you stick through it. You try to implement your culture on an organization and you try to take a, a team, an organization that has you know, had some success, you know, during those early Andrew McCutcheon days, they made some wild card games. And then after that, it was abysmal. Some bad trades happen. Bottom of the barrel for quite some time. You go in there and now all of a sudden you're like, hey, let's create a winning culture. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And you got to stick through it. And there's going to be tough times and rough seas out there for these pirates. That was a good pun. Mm. That was good. I right get there. it. And then all of a sudden the sky opens up and the sun comes and you see birds. And when you see birds, you know the land is close. Yes. You go, what do they say? Land ahoy. And that's what Derek Shelton is saying. He's saying, pay me my money and extend me. Uh, but I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the Pirates. This Pirates pitching? Yeah. Again, not something that we were going to talk about. Um you know, preseason when you were looking at the roster, but they've been able to just absolutely do it. They had uh, 11 straight 
quality starts. That is how you do it right there, right? people. There's a good and formula. You got some, that's a good format. So Jake, also put that on your application yeah. to the Rockies is let's just have a bunch of really good quality starts. Um, some unfamiliar names doing it, but doing it nonetheless. You know, the offense is kind of coming alive. Uh, alive. Connor Joe came, coming from your rocks, uh, leading the way. He's got a one daughter right now. Uh, that's awesome to see. 455 on base percentage. Get on base, man. The other guys drive you in. Uh, Sawinski. Yeah. Another guy. He's he's not from there. Where is he from? Uh, Drafted by the Padres. It was it, it with the name Jack Sawinski. It feels like him and Bednar were were in a Pittsburgh laboratory, and they're both. Perfect. They were act, they're actual descendants of pirates. Is what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah. I yes. did see. I just I. Side note: I have uh, MLB Network on my TV here, just kind of sure. like you know, it's just on when I come out here. Uh, they added a jacket. So they have the sword and now there's yep. a jacket. I don't know if I love the jacket unless it's got like, you know, tears in it and it's seen some days mm. at sea. If it's a nice jacket, I don't know if you want to wear it. Um, not sure about that. And then Mad Dog's show came on, so I turned that fucking <laughs> channel off really quickly, <laughs> as fast as I could. Do you know how uh, they I don't know, man. This Jack is uh, Swinsky? Jack Swinsky. That? How'd they get him, Biebs? First of all, 15th round pick by the Padres, so shout yes. out. Uh, they acquired him in an Adam Frazier trade. Wow. Oh my God! So maybe we'll get to that. Adam Frazier's the gift that keeps on giving. Seriously, man, Trav- it's fun to watch, man. If you watch any of the games, you can talk about McCutcheon doing his thing there, and and he has um you know eight eighty eight OPS right now. Like he's he said it in his press conference. I'm not here for a farewell tour. I'm not giving my swan song. I'm here because I think this is a competitive baseball team. And I think I have something left to offer. And a lot of times, Jake, that's lip service, bro. Right. Everyone says that shit. McCutcheon walks the walk. This is without O'Neill Cruz people. Right. Think about that. Yeah, that's Trev. That's why I'm, you know, I, on the TPP, I said, you know, if there's a team that I had to look at and be this year's Orioles from last year, the 83 win upstart Orioles, I picked the Pirates. Um, I'm I'm not gonna collect. Hey, I I I half sold the stock. Some of the stock I kept. Some of the early ones. You want to keep that. Um, but if you told, I would have said O'Neill. Some of Cruz. the early stock. I would I would have said O'Neill Cruz <laughs> uh, was a big part of it, and he hasn't been. And Connor Joe uh, steal it from Kelsey Winger. She she used to call him your favorite. Uh, your favorite Rocky just plays plays a fun way. Um, what Sawinski's doing, and yeah, again, going back to my analytics, eighth in runs, seventh in OPS, um, ninth in homers, and second in steals. So you're kind of covering the board there. You're ninth in starting pitching ERA. You're eleventh in bullpen ERA. You're first in homers per nine allowed. So you're not giving up the big ball out of the bullpen. Um, and yeah, man, uh, Bednar and Holderman back there, what they've been doing. The starting pitching efforts and a little bit of this, a little bit of that on offense. Um, I'm interested to see the next step. Dodgers, Nats, Rays. Um, but, Trev, like we've talked about, at least in this part of the season, hope is what you want. And they have hope, man. They, they're going to the ballpark every day thinking they can win a Amazing. ball game, and that's a great feeling. Because uh, there's we've... We've now mentioned them. There's some teams that are questioning that already. I think that's another thing put on your resume. 
let's have our bullpen not give up home runs. Yes. Like that's yes. a good one too for your analytical debut. Yes. What if he walked into a room and said, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> let's have the bullpen Me be the thinks, best in the big leagues at not giving up home runs. Me thinks I know the problem. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, and they got a bunch of guys on the way. Yeah. Right now I'm looking at five guys. Uh, no, actually, four guys in the top 100. Uh, Quinn Priester is 111. Mm. I didn't know they went that far. But yeah. they have some dudes close uh, that could be helping out as well. Like, this is... I love when the Pirates are good. Because everyone talks about Pittsburgh. Oh, the ballpark's beautiful. And it is beautiful. And it is. But if you have a beautiful ballpark with a shitty team, what does it even matter? Doesn't. You're going to fill that thing up now, though, because that team is fun to watch. And they got some names, and they have the old dudes. They have the young dudes. Mm. They're winning games. That's the formula. Also, put that in your resume. Let's win some games. Trev, I, I think uh, a little somewhat high and tight. Um, Dodgers, they win the four games over the Cubs. Um, I, I think more so the topic here. Um, Hunter Green had a nice start. There you go, Reds. Um the topic here for me is what what's keeping the Dodgers uh, afloat. And, man, James Outman and Max Muncy. Um, Max Muncy. Go watch the homer he hit yesterday. I You know, I half-jokingly, the get-your-hands-in point, the pitch is it's inside, and he reacts so late to it that, for me, it was almost like, no way you got the barrel on. Like, no way you got the barrel on that. And Max Muncy, a little, little thick, he looks at it for a second like, oh, that ball is way gone, and it was. He is locked in right now. And Outman, like, early rookie of the year favorite? Squeak? Squeak? My voice. You, you and... Max Muncy locking horns yeah. together and like some sort of mud wrestling would just be a sight to see. I think he'd take you a little, yeah. to be honest with you. Me too, honestly. <laughs> no, I, I, that swing is beautiful. It's, it's after the swing that's that's the best part for me. Like he's one of those guys that hits home runs. It's like, ugh, I can't believe you threw that pitch there. Mm. Don't you know who I am and what I do to baseballs? And we can do all the freaking massive bat flips you want throwing it high, which I've always said, the higher the bat flip, the worse it is. Mm. I'm sorry. It, that's that's when you don't have any swag for real, when you're wow. just throwing it high. And some guys maybe do that every once in a while that do have swag, but if you, that's your like go-to, that's like tossing the shit out of it, you don't have any swag, bro. What Max Muncy did, hitting it, admiring, grabbing the top of the barrel and mm. flipping it opposite that means you've hit some homers before yeah. and you know what to do and act i'm not saying act like you've been there before but go check it out okay he has his own style it's beautiful i love what i love mostly about max muncie in this i mean he's a good hitter and he wasn't going to be down forever but he started the year off like one for 20 or something like that made a physical adjustment love that went back to the step back thing and it just clicked for him that's so cool as a hitter when you're like fuck mm. Yes, that's it. I found it again. Because there are times, I'm sure Max went to the ballpark being like, I feel like I never hit before in my life. And then you find it. And it could just be one BP swing, dude. And he's done it. Happy for him. I'm happy for Outman, who had an unreal spring training. 
And a lot of times that doesn't translate over into the big league season. Uh, but I, re- I remember talking to uh, James Loney about it. Mm. who's doing a lot of pre and post for the Dodgers. And he was kind of following them very closely. And I said, is Outman like the real deal? Like, what's up with that? They were calling him Babe Outman in spring training. Like, is this going to be another one of those spring training things where he stinks during the regular season? He goes, no, I think he's got it, man. Like, he's got a locked-in swing, a really good approach. And here we are. He's slugging 703. He's got an on-base percentage in the fours. Seven homers already. And I told you before the show, the Dodgers have scored 119 runs. These dudes have accounted for 40 of the RBIs. That's over a third. Just barely. I did the math. Mm. Of all the runs scored, these two guys have driven those a third of the runs in. Without them, I mean, the Dodgers are staying afloat right now. What are they? 12 and 11? Yep, 12 and 11. If these two guys were just kind of like, you know, okay, we're talking about a sub-500 Dodgers team, and we're talking about a whole different thing right now. And this is, again, I referenced it early in the show, referencing, referencing it again. You need guys to step up, guys who you normally wouldn't, think are going to step up and lead your team they've been doing it Mookie Betts like I mentioned in passing just a sicko um not not on the same athletic as level as anyone you've ever known um it's playing I like he said I've been doing this my whole life it's only new to you people yeah like that yeah yep just casually dunk on all of us at once um Trev again we you know, as we do these series recaps, we, we can't dive in every team and every series. Um, I'll give some notes. You give some notes. Uh, Phillies, Brandon Marsh deserves some love. And um, uh, my guy, uh, Dave Dombrowski, I used to hate him. I'm now his number one stan because, Trev, mm. Brandon Marsh is going. Um, Edmundo Sosa um, has gone a little – like. He, some of these pieces he has put together are contributing. I was just about to say, like, they're about to go-go. They have a really tough schedule, Seattle, Houston, and the Dodgers, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to squat on that. I'm going to wait through that stretch. Um, Padres, Tatis is back. He gets his first homer. Snakes give them a couple wins just to feel nice. Um, and Mets, Giants, just like, yeah. That was great right there. Let's go to the I.L. Anything to add? You're good? I think you're good. Go check out Jolly Olive. Go check him out. Did Castellanos, no homers in 48 games and hits two? That's nice. Baseball Susan. Alvarez, first homer for the Mets. Get hot. Why not? God, I love Pete Alonso. Um, let's do the I.L. He loves baseball, Trev. And so... Do them Houston Astros because they go to the championship series every year. They won it last year and they sweep the Braves in Atlanta. Fire me mm. up. How's your Christian Javier and Max Freed on the final day? Boogity. I saw you like the Instagram, Trev. Kevin Pilar, first homer in a Bravos Uni. Sure, kid. Fire it up. Uh, Bryce Elder with a big boy star in that first game. But again, it's all for not because Jordan Alvarez plays for the other team. And so does Kyle Tucker. Mauricio Dubon is putting it together for those Astros. Um, we were waiting for them to kind of join the party. It feels like they did. Rookie Corey Jolks slashing it around for Houston. Why not? Sure, kid. Didn't mention him in the TPP. Doesn't matter. 
Houston sweeps. They're going to get it going. Twins take two out of... Th- or excuse me, Trev. Uh, Nats take two out of three from the Twinkies? It's been tough, it's been tough the last couple Lost weeks. like five out of six, something like that, right? Oh, no. I mean, stay tuned as Trevor Pulse gives you the pulse... Trevor Plouffe gives you the pulse of Twins Nation. Um, I've been called Trevor Pulse before. Trevor Pulse, oh, I bet. Uh, Michael A. Taylor, hot. Red Sox Brewers. Red Sox take two out of three, including a dramatic final game where they put a nine spot on the board. Yoshi, double ding-dong in the inning. I was thinking about giving him my award. I don't know. I hope he starts to go for them. Jaron Duran giving the Red Sox some good baseball. They like that. Rowdy, rowdy with the big homer. And Wade Miley gets another win uh, for our guy Dalton putting together the sheet. Um, Joey Weimer with a big defensive play in that second game. Red Sox win a series. Mariners take two out of three from the Cardinals because Cardinals ain't winning series, man. Uh, Mariners... They take the first two Cardinals, fight off getting swept because Jack Flaherty, nine Ks, six innings. I like that. That might be a text message sent. Trev, Jared Kelnick, people are talking, talking about people. He uh, He's looking like the truth. Mariners fans are excited. Julio, 30-30 club in his first 152 games. He different, different. Um... Guard Dogs and Marlins tee it up. Chris Rose this weekend. Sad. His Guardians ain't scoring enough runs, but maybe some credit to the fish with arms. Um, Braxton Garrett and Devin Smeltz are not the guys you expect from them, but it's enough. Brian De La Cruz, have yourself a series. Cleveland salvages it on the final day. Logan Allen, Josh Bell, Ahmed Rosario with big performances. And that's what happened in your I.L. Uh, Trevor Plouffe, where are you, where are you going, kiddo? Pulse of the Twins. Well, you want to start with the Twins? Because I can. We I need mean, a hit, boys. They shouldn't be, but they need to be talked about. All right. It was very, very cold um, in Minnesota, oh. which should be a Minnesota Twins advantage. Uh, I guess the Nats liked it, too. Uh, first game, Joy Manessis kind of gets it done. They hadn't scored in like 24 innings, and all of a sudden he hits the solo homer. They put together some runs there. Uh, they win that game. Uh, the only game the Twins did win, Michael A. Taylor going deep. He's not there to go deep, but he did it. Uh, Jorge Polanco back is something the Twins really needed. Uh, he also hits a home run. Uh, the offense has not been going. They got to get the offense cranking there. Uh, and then things will be a lot better. Still in first in the AL Central, uh, but not because of the offense whatsoever. And, you know, you can't – sorry, Nationals fans. Uh, you can't be giving up home runs to C.J. Abrams. He doesn't hit home runs. I love this guy. Hey. I love this guy. I picked him play. to have a huge I, – I picked him to have a huge year this year. And I said, you know what? There's some stuff offensively that's going to come. But don't don't let him do it to you. Yeah. Let him get hot against somebody else. Uh, go Twins, go. We'll be all right. That's your pulse of the Twins. Uh, although it should be a heated end of week as me and Trev tee it off again. I still owe him a house from the last Yankees Twins you do. series. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Drew, let's go cron pod a little bit. We have we have some topics. It's, if you want it's to Astros. It's Astros Braves for me. I mean, the, you know that c- could easily be a World Series preview. Easily, it has been. <laughs> like just two years ago, they just played at the fucking World Series. I don't know if you remember that. I yeah. famously called it to the T. Mm. Uh, but you're right. I mean, both these teams are relentless. So when you're watching these games, um, and like for instance, the first game, uh, Houston down four to one in the seventh, they score three like that, tie the game, and then Jordan two run home run gives them a six four lead. I mean. There, there, it happens that quickly with them. You know, you when we used to play the Astros, and it was a different team, but I feel like it's of the same ilk. It's like you just gotta try to keep scoring. The offense is good, but then also you tell yourself, you tell yourself that keep scoring. Good luck. Mm. The pitchers they're able to run out there, the bullpen. You know, some of the starters. I mean, it's it's a very. I mean, you could say that about both these teams. I think these are probably the two most complete rosters going head to head. And for the Braves, who have been excuse me, for the Astros, who have been. You know, not not struggling, but you know, stumbling a little bit out the gate. Uh, a huge series for them to go into Atlanta and do this. I mean, to talk about like confidence building, not that they really needed it, uh, but this is something that you definitely look back and say, "I remember that series. That's where we started to go." Yeah, and you know, they're behind in a couple of these games. Braves put up four runs in the first. I think game they came one. back. I think they came back in every single game. Yeah, the comebacks. Um, and Jordan's a huge part of it, Trev. Um, one of those guys that it'll always feel like we don't talk about enough because he has 27 RBI in 20 games played for the Astros this season. Um, if, if you're averaging more than an RBI game, that's, again, I'll add it to my analytic binder. Uh, really good. good. Really good. Uh, Corey Jolks giving them a little bit. Giving them a little bit. Why not, kid? Um, and then, yeah, the Astros... Uh, Blue Jays Braves, which again, you know, we start doing some schedule watching. Uh, they put up a five and one spot, and now they go and face the Rays, where again, uh, you know, if that light bulb has kind of gone off for them, like, hey, let's, yeah, we're playing ball now. Uh, I can't be, I'm so excited for this Rays Astros series. It's going to be good. If you're the Braves and you get swept by the Astros at home and you had the lead in all three games, it definitely stings, but at the same time, you're like, okay. Like well, let's let's just move past this. Let's just like uh, Will Smith, the actor, mm. Men in Black. It. See ya. When when interleague series are so easy to compartmentalize that you're just like, oh, all right, like screw it. And they like they also like, hey, okay, you swept this at home, cool, bro. Remember what happened two years ago in the World Series when we <laughs> beat you? Yeah. Like there, you know, this is the stuff that guys do think about in the in the clubhouse. It's human like, nature. The the Braves are like this. Fuck. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Bryce Elder, what's up, dog? Sox, Brewers, Cards, Mariners. You, what, what do you have, Trev? I'm, I'm kind of good on both. I watched. uh, I like the the Mariners, uh, Cardinals series. One of the more aesthetically pleasing Mm. series you're going to get. Um, I watched a little bit of the Luis Castillo start. It was interesting because he was fucking nasty. But then he would lose it a little bit. Like when he was when he was when he was able to stay like outside of the middle of the strike zone, guys could not touch him. And then all of a sudden, like he would just make like a mistake, and these Cardinals hitters were all over it. So you kind of have to like tip your cap and say, "Good job." They made him labor, the, you know, through the first part of the game, and then they kind of opened it up, hit some homers off him. Uh, he's even even though like he was giving up these runs, watching him pitch, it's. 
makes me physically sick. <laughs> like thinking about myself in the box, like he's he's nasty. I'm, I'm happy for the the Cardinals that they got to him. I think they need that offensively uh, to get going. Shout out Jack Flaherty with the nine Ks. Two very good teams. I, I the Mariners are the Mariners are also one of those teams that's relentless, and you can never count them out of any ball game because of the players they have offensively and their pitching staff. I mean they they're going to be there. That bullpen, um, I I think Pitch Ninja posted. I think it was a Matt Brash slider that was just oh. like what? Like how? Well, that's his pitch. It's filthy. How it, does it, look, it, it That looks like, like a blitz that? ball. How does it move like that? Um, and yeah, Trev, when he's you, he's like one of like six dudes. Right, that like is just filthy. When when you look at uh the names that did it, I I think this is where Seattle's different. Is you know. AJ Pollock, your guy with a big two run double. Like, hate him Teos- so much. Teoscar Hernandez, Eugenio Suarez. Like, they have their kids and they contribute and do it, but they also have, like, these are MLB vets that it doesn't surprise you when one of those guys uh, does it late in the game. Cardinals, let's go. Let's go, Cardinals. Like, I'm telling you that, like, that, like, riff in the clubhouse. Definitely was not good for them. I think I agree. Cardinals this fans, a, yeah. sound off in the comments. Let, let us know. Um, Shout out George Kirby. We always got to talk about him. People love George Kirby. Uh, Two-run double to Jordan Walker in the second. They retired the next 11 batters, 12 of his final 13. Loves his mother-in-law. Um, What'd you say? Happy for Yoshi. Um I don't know. I think I think we got to go. Paul Young made his debut. Homered. Happy for him. Yeah. Verdugo hitting. Right. Chris Rose's Guardians. Sad. Um, Logan Allen made his debut. Number eight prospect in the Guardians. Six innings pitch, five hits, one and run, eight Ks. That's a like fucking hell of a debut, man. Joins Louis Tiant, Tristan McKenzie, Herb Score, Fred Blanding, and Floyd Weaver. To do that, so. Yep, Herb um, Score is my favorite. <laughs> Trev, my favorite is Score MLB nine innings. The app, a wide variety of game modes. I can play right now. Maybe I have been. You wouldn't even know. Be on my phone in front of me. They have live PvP. You can play a league mode, play a season. You can shorten it. You can extend it. Most up-to-date rosters, team logos, ballparks, uniforms, 2,000 player cards. Larry Walker in the game. Hank Aaron in the game. Michael Jack Schmidt, he's in the game. Trevor Hoffman, that changeup. Try hitting that. Mm. Jackie Robinson, Roberto Clemente, your guy Jim Tomei's in there, Trev. Guess what? Hit a homer with him. I bet you could. you only find out by downloading and playing MLB 9 Innings 23 today. There's a link in the description. Go to the App Store. If you're a baseball fan, reminder, you're watching Talking Baseball. There's a chance you might like this game. Go get it. Go check it out. Standout performances. Trev? I am not going to read all the names this time. I remember wow. picking one. Huge. And this one's like kind of a sad one for me, but I wanted to shout the guy out. Okay. Drew Smiley, been pitching for a long time in the big leagues. But the Cubs now, I'm sure most people who follow this show probably saw the clip. He had a perfect game going. Mm. 
He gets a swinging bunt. Very soft contact mm. down the third baseline. He has a beat on the ball. He's going to take it, turn his body around, throw it to first base, and continue on on his quest for a perfect game. Except mm. he got tackled by his catcher, Jan Gomes. Yeah. Seven and two-thirds innings pitched. That one hit, because that was a hit. Ten Ks. He does get the W. Beautiful start. But he gets a chance at a perfect game taken away from him on just a weird baseball play. Yawn's trying to keep the perfect game intact. You know, obviously Drew's trying to do the same thing defensively, and they just kind of crashed and humped each other, and it was a a tough scene for that. Uh, but I wanted to shout him out because it was a hell of a performance, and Cubs are hot, keeping the Cubs afloat. Starting pitching's been part of that with Steele and Stroman. Drew Smiley adding to that as well. So you get my stand-up performance, even though it ended on a strange play. I wanted to shout you out. That was tough to watch. <laughs> it was tough. Um, tough. Man. Got to wonder what's going on in his head after that. Catcher's got to buy him dinner, right? Or like something. What do you do? I, I, yeah, you just say, sorry, bro. We got the W. Just dry hump. I mean, he was still, he was still what, you know, seven outs away, eight outs away. Right. Like, you know, that happens. Wasn't in the ninth. Eighth, ninth inning. Yeah. I guess he was six outs away. Sorry. Excuse me. That's tough. That's <laughs> really tough. That's really tough. Um, Shout out Gibby. No one's giving him your stand-up performance, but shout out Gibby. Six and one-third innings pitch. 11 Ks. He's hot. When did you start striking people out, bro? What's up with that? He's hot. Yoshida, Are you sure you're talking? Yoshida, the two homer inning. Rowdy Tilla is so good against the Red Sox, like best ever. Uh, those guys aren't getting it. Um, I'm going with Adelise Garcia. Uh, Thank God. Trevor, uh, you actually, you know, don't want to get the people at home excited, but you, you tied my hands on it. You said you're taking Adelise Garcia. And you know what I said, Trev? Yeah. You love him. <laughs> yeah. He's um, a ball player. He's kind of a dog, man. Um, Adelise Garcia. Um, I mentioned this when we talked about him last time. His stats kind of stayed similar from 20, 2021. He comes on the scene. He's an all-star. It's a nice year. He faded at the end a little bit. Um, last year, he puts up very similar numbers, but again, hitting was down. So he was a 100 OPS plus and 21 when he comes on the scene. 22, he was a 113 OPS plus. So he's 13% better than your average league hitter. Right now he's a 136. And Trev, in this game, he has three homers. Five for five and a hit by pitch. Gets on base six times. Eight RBI. And that's where I want to land, Trev. So it's against the A's. Don't care. Get your numbers up, kid. Um, he is your AL leader in RBI. And when we were doing over-under total, you know, who are you as a ball player? I, I think that's always interesting. And when it comes to Vegas, they don't mess around with their money. The over-under on Adelise Garcia RBI this year, I think it was high 90s or low 100s. When you're expected to do that going into a season, that's impressive. He's not an on-base percentage guy. And, Trev, that's part of the reason I love him. Because you could focus on that and you could say, all right, yeah, he doesn't get on base. 
Well, guess what? He slashes the ball, man. He had 34 doubles and 27 homers last year. He's got seven homers this year. He's got guys that'll get on base in front of him, and he'll drive them home. So I'll take that guy, um, especially, um, you know, playing center field and right field for the Rangers this year. Um, I do love me some Adelise Garcia, a Cuban ball player. That was beautiful. I'm glad you did it because I didn't want to hear Texas Rangers fans complaining about it. I'm looking up one thing right now. Why can I never find this? There we go. Adelise Garcia has 28 RBI. He's leading the league. If you even take away the eight RBI performance, he'd still be a top eight run producer in the league. And what's funny about early on in the season, Jake, is prior to that game, he was hitting 208 and his OPS was 642. Not great. Not happy. You've been driving in some runs. You've been contributing. Uh, but you know, you're looking up at the Jumbotron, you're like, fuck. Like I'm I'm one bad game in the once. Right. The Mendoza line. I'm gonna start calling it the story alley line, I think. Okay. I think. All right. It's time to make that change, people. After the game, 208 to 260, and from 642 OPS to an 877 OPS. That is what we're talking about. That's when you're like, oh. That's right. That's who I am. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm about. So I, I'm glad you had to do it. Just, Someone had to do it. And you did it. Something I missed with his last year stats, by the way, I, I said the 27 homers, 101 RBI. Swipe 25 bags. Yeah. He's kind of like a, dude, he's thick too. That guy will F you up, bro. What's it? Let me see what this guy's listed at. Ooh. I have it Six, in. 6'1, 205. I. Yeah. I, I'm going to go six foot, like 220. Maybe a 215. Yeah, you're right, because he's, he's, he's roped up. He, there ain't no fat on that body. Yeah, it kind of built like a running back. Like six, Ooh, like a, six one two fifteen NFL draft week. Or maybe maybe young Zeke. Good in the shower. Definitely good shower. Bob. No <laughs> doubt about that. Good in the shower. Uh, Dalton, he decided <laughs> Dalton to input himself into our show. Love it. He gave us his choice for standout performance, which I'm very happy about. Uh, he went with Joey Lucchesi. Yeah. Seven innings pitched, four hits, zero earned runs, nine Ks. It was his first MLB game since June 18th, 2021. Uh, it was his most exceptional performance. It's a game score of 79 since becoming a big leader five years ago. He grew up an A's fan. In Newark, California, just a half-hour drive from Oracle. I like that. I like that too, though. I you like every, every part time. of I'm that. I'm fine with that. I like every part of that. And I love this part. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. And this has also changed because adult. He's his fingerprints are all over this show. For the series, James Outman. We already talked about him. He went. Oh, we talked about a couple of these guys. Seven for seventeen with a double, four homers, nine RBI, four runs in a four-game set. Adelise Garcia, six for twelve, two doubles, three homers, nine RBI, six runs in a walk. Vladdy, we talked about every single one of these guys, didn't we? Four for eleven. A double, two homers. We saw one of them. Four RBI, three runs and a walk. For the week, 417 through 423. How about starting pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez yeah, of the Detroit Tigers? We talk about all the teams. People, what are you talking about? 
one and oh, 15 innings pitch, five hits, no earned runs, no walks, mm. 16 Ks. Mm. Jake, another one of your analytical guys. You should bring him on yeah. and have him pitch like that all the time. Nico Horner, Nico Horner, mm. uh, God, H is not silent. I don't think Nico Horner. <laughs> I'm I'm battling right now. I have like the most mucus I've ever had in my life. Uh, 13 for 33, two doubles, two homers, eight RBI, seven runs, two walks, and a stolen base. And Phil Maton, relief pitcher for the Houston Astros. Yeah. Over the week, he went four and a third <laughs> with no hits, no runs, no walks, and seven Ks. That's he went perfect, people. Good. And now for two week stretch, this is who's really this is who's walking around. Talk about a good shower bod. This is who's walking in the shower with that thing swaying a little bit. Garrett Cole? Yeah. Not so sure about that one. Three <laughs> games started, 3-0. and 21 and two-thirds innings pitch, only 11 hits, only two earned runs, 17 Ks. That's a .83 whip, uh, ERA with a .74 whip. You like that. Jonah Heim, we talked about. In two weeks, he's been 12 for 33 with two doubles, four home runs, 14 RBI, eight runs, eight walks. And then the Rocks. And a guy named Jake. Not all Jake sucks. Jake Bird has pitched in five games over this two-week span. Eight innings pitched, four hits, no earned runs, and 14 Ks. That is awesome. Shout out, Jake Bird. You're now in my book of pitchers that I know. Jake, And that is in Fuego. Jake, show me that bird. Um, I feel like I know Jake Bird maybe, so I should go look. We've we mentioned him before. I I think we laughed during the TPP because it's just two funny things back-to-back. Jake Bird. Um, this IL segment that I will always oh, regrettably wow. read. Um, some names on here I don't like. You mentioned Logan O'Hoppy, a couple young lefties, Bubich and Rogers uh, going the IL. Uh, Bubich for a long time, TJ. Uh, Sandy has his start pushback with bicep tendonitis. Really hate that. Uh, Chris Bryant leaves with a back injury. Espinal gets hit in the wrist. Um, MJ Melendez uh, with a back thing. You Darvish, hamstring, but expected to make next start. So, actually, that was a thinner um, IL recap, and I like that. I like that. Um, Trevor. You always have the honor. Shout out Kelsey. Shout Saw her this Kelsey. weekend. She's a light of life. The best. I think I said that right. I don't know. Okay. This one's a little like if you're young, maybe earmuffs. I guess. No, if you're young, listen. <laughs> if you're young, you might have this problem. Um, you know, when you were, uh, I'm going to give the young guys come quick mm. award. Uh, you know, if you're young and you're not experienced and you might have an experience and it might be over quickly for you and you work on it and then you become a guy like Jake Storiali who just has the ultimate stamina. Uh, A couple of young guys who really came very quickly are Mason Miller and Zach Neto. And I love slash hate both of these I know guys. You do. Mason Miller, who he came up with the Oakland A's. He's pitched in 28 and two thirds innings, not games, not 28 games, 
28 and two-third innings in minor league baseball and has graduated to the big leagues. And if you watch him pitch, and he's only started one game, and you know it was a, a mixed bag of results. He pitched against, I believe it was the Cubs. Uh, he's electric. And some of the quotes after the game is Patrick Wisdom uh, talking about him saying, look, this guy has an exceptional fastball, like so much life, it gets on you. You don't really hear guys talk about rookies like that unless there's something to talk about that's worthwhile. Um, Mason Miller is one of those guys. I know Oakland A's fans don't have a lot to root for this year. It's 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 just not going well for you. It's, it's actually historically bad, and they're talking about taking your team to Las Vegas and like really going for it. Mason Miller is a reason to watch this year. Uh, he's 6'5", 220, so the exact body type you want any pitcher, and he throws 102 miles an hour, like consistently in the 100 miles an hour range, and he's got a filthy breaking ball. 28 and two-thirds innings pitch in minor league baseball is crazy. He's at the biggest stage already. He came very quickly. Some would say prematurely. Mm. The other guy, Zach Neto, new shortstop. For the Angels, just take a, a guess at how many games he played in the minor leagues, Jake. It's something ridiculous. It's it's also like 22 or something. 44 games. I'm going to give you some historical reference, okay? Okay. Paul Molitor, 64 games in the minor leagues. Hall of Famer. He's all right. Barry Bonds, 115 games in the minor leagues. Pretty good. Not in the Robin Ventura. 129 games. Ken Griffey Jr., 130 games. Craig Biggio, 141 games. Tony Gwynn, 175. Barry Larkin, 177. Zach Neto, 44. He comes up so quick, and they are expecting him to be the shortstop there all year, even if he struggles. He's struggling with the bat a little bit right now. Uh, he's supposed to be good with that. He has very good minor league numbers. He hits the shit out of the ball defensively. He's good as well. I like his actions there. He's got a massive leg kick. Like Massive. bigger than just bigger than Justin Turner's leg kick, uh, so I'm curious to see because it's worked for him in professional baseball. I'll be at 44 games in the minor leagues. I'm curious to see what they do with it at the big league level. Um, back in my day, they hated it. They didn't want you to have that. They wanted foot down early. Uh, now it's more acceptable as long as you're getting to the place you need to get to. Okay. The one thing about a big leg kick is it cuts down your recognition phase. So I think he might be having some trouble with that. I've seen him swing at some really bad pitches. But this guy's a player. He's a baller. And 44 games in minor leagues to come up to the big leagues, there's going to be an adjustment period for him. But again, I have a love-hate with both these guys because I was in the minor leagues for six years? five. How many games did I play in the minor oh, leagues? Probably no. like, You're not gonna like 600 games answer. or something You're going like to hate that. the answer to that, Trev. So... I'm giving these guys my award. I want to see them flourish, but they came so quick to the big leagues. I had to mention them. Go watch these guys. It's pretty impressive. Mason Miller, Zach Neto, you guys just got the Young Guys Come Quick Award. You know, sometimes coming quick is not a bad thing, uh, especially for them in this case. Um, you have the Trevor Plouffe minor league games played, Biebs? I'm, uh, I'm cooking it up, trying okay. to do the do before debut. It's in the it's, it's in the 400s or 500s. I'm sure of it. Just in the lab. Um, 
Trev, I was I was busting uh, Reed Detmers and Patrick Sandoval came to the office, and uh, you know we're yucking it up, couple ball players, and uh, Neto got called up, and I was just like, that's crazy, man. Like that's there was a game he batted lead off. Um, I think his second game they batted him lead off, which it's just. It's crazy we've gotten there. I think it can be a good thing. Um, there's, it's also like, it's almost crazy unfair to a kid a little bit. Like, talk about jump in the deep end and swim. Uh, and then I realized I was talking to Reed Detmers, who Trev, 15 minor league starts. He's in the show. He's in the rotation, and he's staying. Like, um, Angels, I, they're trying a new formula, and guess what? I bet... I bet you'll see more teams follow soon. If you need a guy and they think he's a guy, I don't know, man. I I like I like it for the for the players. Obviously, you get to the big leagues, but it can be overwhelming, dude. It's true. Depends Strug- on the person. Struggling at the fr- struggling for the first time in the big leagues is different than like learning how to struggle in the minor leagues. Learning how to get out of it. No, there's not many eyeballs on you in the minor leagues. You get up to the big leagues and you struggle. You start to feel that pressure, bro. It's fair. And if it's the first time in your life that you've ever struggled at baseball and it's at the big league level in front of everybody, like that's a learning curve, dude. And for and four guys like Mason Miller and Zach Neto, like go look at his college numbers, go look at his high school numbers, go look at his minor league numbers. The guy hasn't struggled yet. He's struggling right now with the bat. I I hope I mean obviously he has a good head on his shoulders to 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 be able to do this. I hope he just realizes it's part of the game and it's, everything's going to be all right. I've got the number. It's a lot. Beavers, I, I saw it too. It's I, much I, higher. I believe the number I have pre-debut is 792 games. Looks like there was a 51-game stretch that I can't. I have to believe wasn't a rehab assignment. Um, after that, which brings us to 843, before fully establishing yourself as a big leaguer. And a few more later. It's a lot of baseball games. I played 930 <clears throat> games in the minor leagues. Yeah, That's a Our lot of baseball games. games. 830 at the major league level. That's crazy. It would have been even, but I took that last go-around in Philly, and I was in the minor leagues that whole year. and only played like a couple games. I'm a grinder, dude. Look at this. I'm still nasally. I, I finished the show. You are a grinder. Um, Trev, great award uh, topic that's obviously very close to me. Clearly, um, I never came quick when I was younger. And <laughs> it took me a long time. It's always been the problem. Never had that problem. Hey, and on the reverse side of this, uh, you know, we mentioned it quickly. Drew Maggie, uh, currently uh, 1,155 minor league games, uh, and he's <laughs> looking to get that, that big league game in. Uh, he is not my award. Um, my award is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, new customers, if you see a winner, a pregame money line bet, you just want the team to win. You put five dollars on that, that team wins. Bang, bang, bongo. You get hundred and fifty in bonus bets if your team wins. They've got the same game parlays. Rack them up, make a big winner. Join the big league action now in DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Sign up with code Talking. New customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line. Get $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TALKING. Uh, Trev, I'm, uh, I'm going to eat a little crow. Uh, I normally, you know, 
like to pat myself on the back. You got to make the layups, um, you know, in life, in basketball, in anything. You know, if a layup's there, you know, it's okay to take it. Trev, we did, we did our Cy Young draft, and I got a little cute. Um, you know, I, I, I was so confident with my early picks, I threw a couple of Hail Marys out there. I threw a Hunter Green out there just in case he becomes the world beater that he can become. By the way, him and Mason Miller, Velo-wise, wow. Uh, Mason Miller, cool story. Um, well, cool story, I should say. Uh, I was type 1 diabetic, didn't know, filled out, could never put on weight his whole life, put on like 70 pounds, and now he throws cheese. Um, mm. Crazy. That's related to your coming quick award. Got to make the layups. Um, I flunked the dunk. Zach Allen was there, um, and I didn't take him, and... I just had to take him off of every list. Um, I had to take him off in Fuego. I took him off standoff, standout to talk about him now because he went seven innings, zero earned run, 11 Ks. Only game the Snakes won against the Padres. Uh, in his last three starts, he is 3-0 and with 20.2 innings pitch and zero earned runs, uh, 29 strikeouts. And this is all he's done. Um, he had one hiccup. He had one hiccup year. He gets called up, 281 ERA, uh, 15 starts. Shortened season, 275 and 12 starts. His 21, 23 starts, a 4-3. Hey, the league's knowing you. Maybe he's even banged up. Who knows? 254, 259. He's leading the National League in innings and Ks and FIP and WHIP. Um, he's got a career 306 ERA with a couple good starts. Might be in the twos. Um, this dude is a 1-1. One, one. Um, and uh, I missed the layup on taking my guy from the Snakes in that side draft. And uh, that's on me. You got to take the layup sometimes, people. Don't shoot the half-court shot. Take the layup. I love Zach Gallon because I know that... Um... I know that he's mad at you. Yes. For not picking him. He's right. Like he's mad, but he also doesn't really care. No. I want to. I want to spark a conversation, just a quick one, because I do have to get to baseball today. Right. We always talk about that trade um, that the Rays and the Pirates had. Chris Archer for ah, Tyler Glass now. Glass now Meadows. Meadows. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that trade. The Cardinals traded Zach Gallen, Sandy Alcantara, and two other guys to the Marlins for Marcel Ozuna. Sandy and Zach Gallen are two of the top what? Just say 10. It's, it's safe. Just say 10. It's I'll safe. I'll say seven. I'll say seven. Two of the top seven pitchers in the National League right now. And they traded them away for Marcel Ozuna. Let's start talking about this trade, people. Yeah. They also traded away Randy Rosarena. Like, yeah. Let's start talking about this trade a little bit more than that Chris Archer and Tyler Glass now trade. Because this is bad. I think Adelise Garcia was a Cardinal at one point. Like, mm, I just he saw was. That. I don't know, man. Uh, you're right. Uh, they're... Feels Did like, they make it all up by getting Arenado and having the Rockies pay <laughs> them for that? Because they might have, but like, 
what the fuck? Yeah. No, it sounds, feels like a Jolly Olive video. Like something that about. should be fired. Whoever was like, yeah, trade these guys like that. I'm sorry. I don't condone people like talk about firing people usually, but this guy should be. Fired. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the GM deserves some demerits, but like the farm <laughs> director needs like the most gold medal. Um, you're right, Trev. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Uh, there's it a, it does sound like a Jolly Olive video. Shout out Jolly. What a swing that guy has. There was a lot of bodies in that Cardinals farm system that, uh, that are now doing big old things. Um, and Hey Cardinals, you better get going. Cause otherwise we'll be talking about that a lot more. God, Randy's so good. Um, Hey people, thank you so much. Uh, leave a comment below what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, as we continue to mold these series recap episodes, topic ep, John Boy, Trev, BBD, myself, Dalton on the notes. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you soon. Check sucks. We're going to race to 100K. Subscribe. Or if you listen, then subscribe to this. I don't Not all of you have hit the really button. want to. You've been listening. I know you want to. I want it to be oh. genuine. Just you didn't notice you haven't subscribed yet. Just hit the button.